Hello everyone and welcome to Funky Baz and Face, three brothers talking footy. Boys, what a big week it has been in footy. But D- disappointing week, Funky. A disappointing week in football. But there's so many things happening. The ashes. Starting. I, I love the start of the ashes. I love cricket. It's, it's a bit of excitement. A bit of excitement. We're we're sort of half confident, aren't we? Well, well I was I was an hour ago, uh, <laughs> and seeing after the first hour of a three for sixty three, mm. that ball, that shiny, Duke's, three, sorry, <laughs> bit of my number dyslexia there, uh, three for thirty six, that Duke ball, shiny when it's buzzing around. I tell you what, it's very nervous for those openers, but um, absolutely, footy ashes, and you blokes all over the bachelor, especially you, Baz, love the bachelor. Love the bat. It's great to see the girls come out all you know, on the red carpet. There, there's some, there's some fantastic looking girls. There's some girls that mediocre. Uh, you know, mediocre. There's some girls that are just there for the attention and for the media. Yeah. But uh, it's got it all, Bachelor. Love it. So you wouldn't be focusing much on footy now. You, you're... We had a sweep last night. Oh, we had we had gosh. a sweep. And you're uh, like a no man goes in the Bachelor sweep. Well, I do. <laughs> uh, yeah, we had a sweep last night. Oh, how's him th- slinging over to your way? Oh, Funky was tweeting about it last night. I went on to What's Trending on Twitter, and it said Mark Harris is tweeting about the Bachelor. Oh, I, I reckon that every on? male watches it, right? No, not many people admit it, but you know, I reckon, like, for instance, Josh Bray would have watched it last night, right? <laughs> He's a big, tough, burly man. country boy. <laughs> he would have watched it last night. Dusty. Dusty, uh, not Dusty Bray, Dusty, what's his last name? Lavery. Lavery. He would have watched it last night. <laughs> I'd guarantee you. Everyone watches it. Uh, so that's, there's a fair bit happening. So we're going to talk tonight, our followers. Uh, Baz has got a, a, I think you call it an unusual bake or an interesting bake. Unusual bake, boys. Um, would you rather, I've taken my would you rather inspiration from Michelangelo Ritchie this week. Ooh. Um, I'll be nervous if faces fresh finds i wouldn't mind having a bit more of a chat about the ashes um looking forward to talking about our brothers and sisters face what's been happening in that space this week well before we do go to our brothers and sisters funky you and i have been waiting here in, in the cold and faces shed it's about five degrees very tonight. cold so tonight just yeah. chilling quite literally waiting for baz to uh, arrive do you want to uh, well i'd like to tell all of my, my friends out the there brothers and sisters where you've been been actually at an art show uh, boys an art show so there was a lot of uh, hoity-toity people there <laughs> hoity-toity <laughs> we had, we had uh, some free beverages and I had a chardonnay and uh, we had some uh, pate pate and uh, some bickies and so stuff so you think the crows are having a crisis right now mm. I think Funky Bad's face having a crisis it'd be an art show this Paz. exhibition nothing of your works like you're like the worst artist ever oh, aren't you I, tell you what year 9 art yeah. was probably one of the worst subjects I could ever do I was shocking <laughs> I could do a stick man and that's a and you know how you've always, you know, hang it on people who are terrible at sport. Mm. Good artists. They'll be talking about you now. <laughs> I just can't pick a three hundred dollar painting to a three million dollar painting. Well, it's never, funny, it's funny you bring that up. that up. There's been at the art show tonight, and you gave us some pre-warning that you're going to be there, so it'll be mm. a little bit late. Mm. I'd like to pose to you if you use any of these art expressions tonight mm. and see whether they tick any of your boxes. Yes. Masterpiece. Did you say? Oh, that's a masterpiece. No. Did you say this demonstrates artistic expression? Mate, all I did was have a few free drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Stand around and talk a little bit of a uh, little bit of uh, frivolity and then and then uh, come here. So, so, uh, so nothing was aesthetically pleasing for you. 
No, no. Someone asked me what I thought of the art. I was like, yeah, it's good. Good. <laughs> good on you. Well, here's another one for you that I think you might use this uh, in many forums. It's visually stimulating. Well, well I, think you, I think you probably used that last night and then was in The Bachelor. See, well, I'm going to a, uh, I'm going to a buck show on the weekend and I think there's going to be a few visually, visually stimulating, stimulating things there. But yes. uh, no, I didn't see any of the art. Sorry, Speaking mate. of buck shows, um, Crows had a pizza and beer night at Pikey's house during the week. Um, they did. Do you want to impart about your experience? Well, I'd love to tell you. I'd like to rehash this story because this is a story which has lived throughout the ages, and it, and I think we were ahead of our time back in uh, 1999. I was made coach of the Bross District Footy Club at a young age. Our, fo- so our, our I was 25. Would know this. Yeah, I was only 25. Yeah, and uh, we were like getting how you said You've gone back 20 years to go ahead of time. So we'll see. <laughs> Whatever. So 1999, I'm 25. I'm coaching the A grade. I'm a little bit out of my depth. We're getting flogged. Right? We're getting it's flogged. We rock up at training at Williamstown Oval. The rain is pouring onto the uh, onto the, the sheeting. No, onto the sheets. You know the what is it called? The the iron roof. Yeah. So it's loud there. There's about 13 blokes. They're all sort of huddled up into themselves. And I said, boys. Let's get back to Magazine Brizzy's to Mum and Dad's house because they were overseas. And I said, we're going to have a bit of a session there, boys. So everyone went back there. The 13 blokes turned into 25. Yeah, yeah, yeah. quite suddenly. The guys I don't know where they come from. Suddenly, so we had yeah. a beer, we had PlayStation, and we had pizza, and we had pornos. <laughs> so this we had a fantastic night. The pornos are on, Best the beer's ever. there, the pizza's there. People are playing PlayStation, Mario Kart. It was brilliant. <laughs> like, I have a great time and everyone's getting around each other. And then I get the call on the uh, wall phone, not obviously on the mobile because back in 1999. And they said, Matt, what the hell are you doing? You, you should be training tonight. This is the committee. Yeah, this is the committee. He said, get your ass up to the committee right now. So I drove up to Williamstown, 5Ks away. Had a meeting with them. They said, this is not good enough. You are the, 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 a team in the A grade, should be training on a Thursday night. So I went back and I had my the tail between my legs and I said, boys, I said, I've put my ass in the line for you blokes. Bring it in tight, get in tight, get in here, here. I said, boys, I've put my ass in the line for you blokes. Okay, you've had a good night, that's great. But Saturday, I tell you what, we will come out firing. All right, we we oh, will okay. We will breathe fire, and we and we will show the committee that we're a united bunch. All right, we played New Yorkter. You want another score? <laughs> I know, mate. I played. We lost for thirty goals. <laughs> but people still talk oh, about that yeah, night. Still, no one remembers that game, do but you, they remember do, that do night. Do you know what the thing is with the committee? Probably the only reason why they're disappointed <laughs> with it is because they you probably forgot to tell the lady who was cooking the schnitzels. Yeah, you know those Thursdays. If you just made one phone call, or call it probably would have been fine. But you know what? In, in all seriousness, boys, it's a bit of a laugh on that. But you've got to break it. You, you can't keep on just sending the boys out to Monday. slaughter every yeah. because there's no laughs, there's no gags. But to have that and to get a bit of you know enjoyment. Why else do you play footy, especially mm. country footy? Mm. We took it way too seriously back in the day, and that's one of my big regrets. I've spoken to you about mm. this, Funk. Is that I think I took it way too seriously. Yes, I think I got the best out of myself, but I did take it way too seriously. And I think I really enjoyed my B grade career later on in my footy life. That I just didn't take it as seriously. I really enjoyed it, and I think I made some really good friends out of just relaxing a bit. I, my, I was just way over the top when I was younger. <laughs> like my diet after Monday was nothing foreign. You know that went into my body. I never drank for a year. 
for footy. I'm playing bloody country footy. Like, but you know, I did get the best out of myself, I think. But still, I just think I took it too seriously. Like, I didn't really accept people that didn't put in everything either, which uh, I think was probably to my detriment as well. And Buckley talks a lot about that in his book, actually, which was quite interesting. Well, I'm glad we've had a one-on-one with Matt Harris tonight. <laughs> <laughs> we asked you a simple question, and it came down to your philosophy of life. I don't know, what, sorry, sorry, I don't know what you said for the last five minutes, but I had just monkeys playing chimes in my head. Um, no, I, th- I think that's a, actually a really good call. And <laughs> Thank you. some of the stories that I've heard too of a coach changing things up and doing the unexpected. So from what I heard of Malcolm Blight, one of his great powers is doing something that no one expects. So remember the great showdown loss after the Crows lost showdown one, everyone was down the dumps. They come to training, they expected a blast from Malcolm Blight and he just writes up the number of games that have got left yeah, in the 18, season and it yeah. just changed the mood straight away. Mm. And the other one where he's, um, they had a competitive loss, I think it was, their first uh, game under Malcolm Blight in Melbourne, played a really good team, just lost it right at the end. Everyone was happy and he just like nailed them right away. So to do the unexpected is a really good sort of like leadership skill, I think. Like it. Yeah. Um, interestingly enough, there was one player that didn't attend Pikey's uh, pizza and uh, pipe session. Yes. Josh Jenkins. Didn't go family reasons. Really? Out this week. Not selected. Obviously, big indication he's gone. Wow. Well, he'll, that he'll might home. be the reason because I can't see how he's not chosen from form. form. Yeah. Now, face. Tell me about this. So, uh, we had a quick chat about the crow selection this week, and you're yeah. about Stengel has to play, and he has to play with bets. Talk to me about that. Well, there's no better person for him to learn on ground than from the master that is Eddie Betts already. We've seen him play, yes, albeit it was Gold Coast, but the Betts and Stinkle combination, they're brothers. They, they, that's how they play well together. Our mate Umps Chumps from last, last week, Nick Abbott, said the same thing, that they've got to play together. They're going to get the best. You saw Eddie how, how oh, disappointed Stingle would have been that Eddie wasn't playing last week on the G with him. Now Betts will be feeling the same that Stingle's been dropped for him. So, oh, Stingle's I, not playing? He, he's been dropped. Oh, okay. I, I just feel that the coaching just don't have a feel for this playing group right now. You just, in a way though, face against that, you've got to trust them. Like these guys, yeah. you know, you've you got to trust what they're doing. And Fogarty coming back is a good thing. Yeah. 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 So, I don't know, you've got to trust yeah, them. Because I'm a big believer. Uh, you you trust um, Andy Ottman and the Ruck? Yeah. Uh, I'm a big yeah. believer that Jenkins, you don't you don't <laughs> play McCoy. someone and you need to play someone else to make that one player no. play well. So I don't think that everyone's got Stengel to have and Betts have to play together. I just don't think that that's that's a workable, sustainable option in the future. But I didn't mind what you said there about if at the end of the day those two players are going to play well, it's going to help the team. But um, end yeah. of it, if we can't beat St Kilda, then it's all over. Yes. Anyway. Yeah. Um, Twitter and Facebook followers, boys. Yes. Um, we've cracked the ton. Yes, oh, yes, we're up we to have 102 followers. Yes, so thank you to David Welshby, who was our hundredth. Now follower. I think he might be an ex footballer. Uh, um, Chumps old Mick Abbott said he yes. was a. a uh, thank you for following uh, Ruckman. I think. Def- oh, okay. Yeah. He said not bad for a defender. So we'll we'll see. But uh, welcome to uh, David. We've had uh, Jack Hub- Hudson. He's the Gawler Icon Bunyip newspaper editor mm-hmm. um, and one-on-one sports co-founder. Port supporter too, Jack. So. Um, he yeah. was very bemused by the Lysa admission this week too from Hinkley. Didn't know. It seems to be the uh, part of the course with all Port supporters. Uh, we've had Let's Beyblade and Zozo Butler, two Crows fans that have joined us, seem very obsessed with Tex uh, Walker. 
and Jamo K-Man, who have joined us this week. So welcome to our new brothers and sisters uh, on the Funky Bass Face. Now, we did say that number 100 would get a yeah. T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> so it's on back order. Yeah. <laughs> we do have T-shirts in your house. So, uh, Welshby, uh, let's... Um... What about Ump Chumps? We've got to get him a T-shirt. Yeah, we've got to he get was brilliant him. last week. He was he very was good. Great interview. Um, boys, last week we talked about Jordan Robertson. He was the one that made the bet regarding the Brownlow and leading goal kicker. Yes. At the end of the AFL season, he uh, he tweeted out to Mark Robertson saying, what should I do? Everyone gave their advice. There was one guy that gave his advice and said, I'm one of only people that have been in a similar spot and he was risking $500. He said, mate, ride it all the way. He cashed his out and he will regret it forever. Now, the bet that this guy, Simon Blackburn, had on the uh, 5th of March, 2017... He put um, Richmond for the AFL Premiership right at the start of March. He cashed out at $12,500, and he could have won $32,500. So he said to Jordan... But he regrets that. Cash. I reckon that's a, that's a good cash out. Yeah. Well, ex- yeah. exactly right. You're still up, aren't you? I wonder um, how much... do we? Can we follow this bloke? How much is, the, is it now? Is it Because it was 10 last week. Do we uh, know what it is? I don't, I don't have that with me, but he, he said he's, he's going to take it all the way now. He's going to go. He said, another couple of weeks, I'll just take the chance and... That's yeah, sensational. The difference between ten and fifty, like you said last week, Funky. He he's got to be single. He's got to be single, the bloke. Because <laughs> the missus would be just. Eh, yeah. eh, that's she? right. That's right. Uh, the people's dog pass. Yes, yes. Yesterday, ran uh, second. Put a twenty on there. What's with you, face? You, you're just a bit tight with your dollars these days. You got short hands, deep pockets. You, you, you don't <laughs> bet, mate. What's going on? Are you, are you restrained from the uh, better I, half? I believe not. Yes, but I, <laughs> I believe that I did put a couple of bets on it that hurt me financially. So, so you don't little, trust the people's stock? A little bit gun shy. I, I just I just let uh, Bazza have his Bazza's bets and that's I your I think field, what mate. we found out about our good mate Face, mm. Baz, is Face gets tracked. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I think, uh, did you t- see that uh, little video that I sent you? Yeah, the, J- the Bourne Yeah, Bourne so legacy. the Jason Bourne uh, movies. So do you want to, ex- do you want to uh, let the brothers and sisters know what you mean by getting tracked fast? Oh, no, there's a, look, there's a couple of apps out there called um, FollowYourHusband.com <laughs> <laughs> or uh, Find My Are friends, you that dodgy that people need to track you? Prob- uh, by the sounds of it, yes. <laughs> so, uh, no, it's, it, look, it's a good advisor for when I'm arriving home. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just a pity it's 11 o'clock in the morning. But, um, no, it's so just in those like Jason Bourne movies, mate, he goes to a train station and he gets a <laughs> pay to phone and he gets a new SIM card <laughs> and he stomps his SIM card uh, in the ground and he puts his phone like Baz's... You, when you go to cricket this year, you need to give your phone to someone who's going to watch the cricket all day, and then you are you can I'm, go. I'm no worries. Out wherever you are, I'll give it to me. I'll give, give phone. I'll give it Callum Wallace actually. So That'd given that he gets tracked, I don't think he's going to allow a sports betting account. But anyway, back to the people's dog. Mm. So you cashed in the egg. Well done to uh, Jimmy and the owners. Uh, qualified for SA's final national straight track championship final next week at Murray Bridge. And then if she makes the top three, she'll be off to the national final at Heelsville in Victoria. Very good. So good luck to the people's dog. You know how you said, Baz, you were a bit too serious when you played footy? Mm. Just watching Travis head in the background, he wouldn't be happy with his facials. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think he's got a missus that doesn't really matter. But well, he does. You know, I tell you who else has bad facials. He's playing for Australia as opposed yes. to playing a great yeah. uh, Jake Lever, very bad facials. Yeah. Always got the mouth open. Yeah, he does. He's Tell you who else Brent. had bad facials? 
Cameron Ling. Very yes. bad facials. Very bad facials. Yeah. He has bad facials when he's sleeping, Cameron Ling. Um, Baza, give us your Baza's bait, mate. Well, boys, I'm not happy about this. I'll tell, tell you what I'm not happy about. And I'll tell you what, this is, ground, this is, this is groundbreaking. I'm about to announce this, boys. Breaking news? I am calling this the death of the centre-half forward. The centre-half forward, boys, in today's 2019 AFL game is dead. Why, you ask? I am glad you did, face. Because back in the day, we had Rewalt. We had Treadray. We had Jonathan Brown. We had Wayne Carey. We had Rocker. Who do we have now? We have old mate. You know, Texie Walker, they taught, they said to him, Ruse said that he is more of a half-forward flanker. Mm. You don't get your power forward. Where have they gone? Are they playing the Bush Leagues, boys? I ask you that. Richmond got a reasonable one from the Gold Coast this <laughs> last year. He's a full forward. Full forward? Mm. Possibly a full pocket. Don't ruin my story. Yeah. Because <laughs> I reckon that the centre half four boys are gone, okay? The, name a centre half four that dominates. I just don't think you can. Who's that kid from the. I'm trying to quickly Google it right now. Who's the kid from um, Brisbane Lions? Oh, uh, McGlogage? <laughs> no, yeah, I just. That, that's, but you know what? Yeah. Your hesitation is yeah. just reinforcing my fact that yeah. there's no centre half forward now. Is that because of the way we play now? That the, the kid growing up with with the number eighteen North Melbourne Grizzlies in his back is not around boys, so that was just a, something that I I thought of boys and it's I thought unusual, it's mate. it's it is unusual bait because it's not having a go on anyone. Eric Kipwood boys, he's the next. Yeah, he's but the next, he's, uh, is he a sort of where's your powerful? He's not really. He's more of a sort of wisp, will of the wisp sort of. And, and, and they're going for a short. I think it's actually a good type, call because they? They, those center half forwards, those power center half forwards were why you go to the game, why you pay. And if you're watching it on TV, the reason why you watch it, like mm. watching Kerry in the 90s oh, was absolutely On a Friday brilliant. night, you've got the watch. oil on the arms, just <laughs> runs to the back of the pack. But seriously, where is that player now? So is you, that player, that big guy, is he not playing AFL footy? Uh, he's getting defended by about six guys and they have like a team defence. Team defence, yeah. Um, and that player is actually having to run 12 kilometres because he's also helping out at centre-half back as well. Yeah, that's, that's a good call. So is he He is still playing AFL footy, but he's not the They're brute playing. that he was. He's yeah, thin the big down. focal point. He's, he's on, his, uh, on his diet, you know. They're having to run further. They're leaner. Um, they, they sprint more. Um, they spend more time on the bench, and also it's crowded more as well. So, so um, West Coast Kennedy and Darling, are they full forward, centre half forward, or are they? Or is, Ken, is Darling more of a flank, like what? Mm. Like what yeah, because Darling run, about runs Walker. a bit more. Yeah, um, so I mean, maybe your mediocre sort of old centre half forwards, like say your McCartney, he wouldn't get a game now. Mm. Is that? I, I don't know. Mm. Just and I think that the day of the pagan paddock. So when um, yeah, that's gone. Yeah. When uh, Wayne Carey had the whole forward half all to himself, and it just allowed him space to run wherever he wants, the coaches are too smart now. They just clog all that up. Yeah, yeah. So it just doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, it's a great call, Baz, because I'm just going through the clubs now, and I can't think of any other bullocking forward mm. that doesn't play full forward. But that pot, you know, they that doesn't play centre forward. You know what they are? They're playing country footy. Well, that, that's what I think. It's a bit of a shame. That's what I was thinking. Is that, that where are they? What are they doing? Mm. But, you know, Tex has been described this week as a half-forward flanker. It just made me think, yeah. where is the big power guy? Yeah. Good call. So, uh, yeah, boys, I'm sure the other media outlets will pick that one up later. <laughs> <laughs> um, boys, would you rather? <clears throat> I was listening to uh, Michelangelo Rucci this week, who inspired so my would one you rather. Person. Yeah. And um, 
he came up with Charlie Dixon or mm. Taylor Walker. And I thought it was a really good call because these are, these are, as Matty Harris, uh, Baz has said, these are the power forwards. Charlie Dixon was recruited as, oh, as the power forward. Great, great Taylor Walker was recruited as a power forward. But have a look at their form now. So, would you rather Dixon or Walker? Walker, easily. You'd have to. You're looking at career and you're looking the at trouble in, with impact. Dixon too. He's got a big contract. They've got to fulfil too. He got a big contract. Yeah, he was one of the pieces of the missing puzzle. The missing puzzle <laughs> pieces of the puzzle. So yeah. they've got a few of them. Um, yeah, you'd always take Walker. He's a captain, leader of the club, two-time um, captain of the AFL, nominated. Um, yes, he's coming towards the end of his career, but Dixon's probably hasn't got much time. Who left. would you choose as the player to take your team forward over the next couple of years? Well, I, think both in, I think you're both in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah true. It's an interesting call, isn't it? So I, that sort of inspired me to do a Crows versus uh, power analysis yeah. between a few. Uh, Rory Sloan or Travis Boak? Both. Boak's been outstanding this mm, year. Yeah. yeah. Like I thought he was done last year. So, yeah. Sloan gets Turner. tagged too easy, doesn't he? Yeah. Every time he gets tagged, he gives us nothing. Absolutely nothing. Mm. Um Boak's been outstanding this year, I think. So you go with Boak? I'd still back Sloan. Yeah, you, you gotta go Sloan. Yeah. Um Don Pike or Ken Hinckley, two boys <laughs> under the pump for quite some time. I like that one, that's good. I reckon if you play for um Ken Hinckley, you would love You'd love to play under Ken Hinckley because he's he's got the passion and the guts and he, he would give you a Baz's bait. He would absolutely roll you up. I think Don, you'd love him. Don's very vanilla. Mm. But then I wonder how tired you grow of Ken Hinckley's message. I tell you what, I've had a gut full of Don Pike's press conferences. <laughs> oh, I was tired of him the first five weeks he was a coach. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. doesn't say too much, does no, he? No. Um, I listened to Justin Langer this week. Mm. Prior to the Ashes, and they said, "Oh, how's David Warner going to go? Who did he, you know, bruise his knee?" And his answer was just brilliant. He goes, "He's just raring to go out there." And he goes, "Now we've got Steve War over in the change rooms. Can you imagine him going up to Tugger and saying, I've got a bit of a bruise?'" He goes, "Tugger's going to kick him out there and get him going." <laughs> and it's just like Langer is the opposite of Don Pike in the media yeah. conference. He's like chatting. Yeah, like, we are just. Mm. Um, you can see everything about him. I love what Langer stands for. He's all about culture. He's all about high standards. He doesn't uh, coat anything. He just tells you exactly what. Well, how it is. is that is that something that the AFL coaches are too much the same now? Yeah, I think they are. Yeah, it's almost refreshing to hear Langer speak, isn't it? Yeah. Well, no one wants a headline. Who, who wants to have? Well, their... but Langer doesn't get a headline by that, does he? No, no he doesn't. Doesn't a headline. No. Just just a bit of enthusiasm. Oh. Um, Malcolm Blight inspired this one this week. Would you? Rather have Matt and Brad Crouch in your team, or picks number one and two in the next year's draft. Hey, you put it, you go proven. I'd say I'd go one and two. Would you? You'd yeah. trade them out for one and two. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I, I, I don't think we can win with this team at grand final. Yeah, we might as well, might as well go for five, eight years time. <laughs> Rebuild. Rebuild. And I've got one non-crows uh, <laughs> or port related. Um, just made me think with how well Tom Lynch has been playing in the last few weeks, and they're saying that uh, for Richmond, that Richmond Tom Lynch, um, yeah. and how he's going to bring Richmond the premiership. Um, oh, yeah. But it's almost like you can't have Rance and Lynch together. Once uh, Lynch has come in, Rance has sort of fallen down in the first um, game with the ACL. with the knee. Yeah. Would Richmond fans rather have Tom Lynch or Alex Ranch? Ranch, you can only choose one. Rance. Um, 
Oh, that's a great, it's a great would you rather. I like um, that. Richmond's defence has really held up, and they've looked outstanding, haven't they, for the last two months, three months of footy. They've found other players to give them a bit of a different X factor, a bit of a look for Richmond since 2017. They're the favourites now, though. Oh, absolutely. You know, Geelong are starting to fall off, so they can probably cover um, Rance with their other grinds. You other, would other never defenders. have chosen that at the start of the season. When Rance went down, everyone said the season's over. Yeah. And now but he might be coming back. Have you heard that this week? Yeah. I don't, he won't come back. Surely not. No, if he, if he does it again, Too, he's gone Seeing Dale Morris go down for Western Bulldogs, coming back, you know, partially torn ACL and he properly does it, that's pretty ordinary. Good would you rather, Spunk. Thanks. I like that. Now, I've got a would you rather. Eh? Would you rather win the Ashes or the World Cup? Ashes. World Cup. Uh, cricket. cricket World Cup. Ashes. Ashes? Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, that's good. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't win the World Cup, yeah. did we? <laughs> yeah, definitely the Ashes. Yeah, the Ashes every day over the World Cup, I think. Very good. I was actually I was thinking about it. I was thinking of would you rather win the World Cup or... Uh, go two new up in the Ashes. That's how much I think the Ashes ho- holds over the World Cup. As long as you don't get done three two, or uh, is head in trouble there? No, no. too high. Uh, so a couple of I'll be nervous if which. Yep. Um, gee, it's been a bad week for the Crows, isn't it? It has been. Um, I'll be nervous if, and I think you had a bit of Twitter banter. I think. Uh, do you want to say what one of your? I don't know. You said, tell me what it's about. Said, but, um, I'll be nervous. If I was a Crow supporter. Oh, yeah, there's Matty Laurie watching the Carlton game. Yeah, absolutely. I'll be nervous if uh, I was the coaching staff, management, and every player over 30 at the Crows. <laughs> they have to, like, serious changes afoot there, isn't but, it? But contracts are, are going to hold people there. I, I don't I don't reckon now. I reckon they can trade and pe- other clubs will pick them up. I'd be nervous if I'm Burton. I'd be nervous if I'm Camparelli. Pikes probably looks like he's going to stick around, but... I reckon Pike and Sloan are the only two people that will stay there. Sloan's as safe as houses. I think everyone else... And Pike's got such a long contract. Mm. So Walker's not captain next year. Sloan's sole captaincy. Is that that the thought? No. There's a lot of changes going to happen this year, isn't it? Yeah. My other... I would be nervous. Um, Just watching that first nut. (laughs) <laughs> at the Ashes and if you're opening batsman and you got the whole Edgbaston crowd uh, when Warner got out everyone was holding up sandpaper <laughs> <laughs> all this yellow paper that's going up there they're singing they're dancing seeing um, Anderson and Broad just come charging in they're so confident they're not injured they're feeling great gee I'd be nervous I was a, if I opened Mate, I was nervous batting for Bross and Begrave Basin Paracombe at Williamson Oval. Seeing a, oh, a oh, shiny kookaburra come oh, towards yeah, us. And, I, oh, but he's scared that yeah. against the new I ball. was nervous playing backyard cricket against Funky because <laughs> he would make it swing like nothing you ever seen. He's just uh, nervous times, I reckon, and now yeah. we're seeing um, Steve Smith. He's just the man who couldn't Trap make it. Trap Head's um, come out and played really well. So um, thanks, boys, for that face. There's face fines. <laughs> You're a bit cold tonight, buddy. You can't, you can't get those R's and S's out properly. Um, BBL. So it actually uh, came out last week. They've confirmed a fixtures shake-up and a final series change, which is great. So there's five teams that will face off in a revamped Big Bash finals format, aimed at rewarding the top finishes and sort of adding intrigue at you know, who will make the final five at the end. Pretty much is just about a spot for every side, isn't there? Um, so crowds dropped last year. Uh, everyone was saying how long it was, that it was too long, people lost interest. 
Um, it's going to run for 41 days between mid-December to pretty much the end of January, pretty much coinciding with school holidays. So that's probably a really good thing for them. In eight BBL seasons, how many times... Here's a um, question for you. How many times have the minor premiers gone on to win the title? Once. That's pretty good uh, uh, revision from you. That's... Thank you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so that was 16-17 uh, when Perth Scorchers won. So... Doesn't mean you have to finish first just to uh, win the title. Um, you, you've got. But really, uh, it's it's really almost irrelevant who wins in that comp. It is, which is kind of weird. Well, why do you say that? Uh, no one really cares who wins. I tell you, I'm bloody jumping up and down when the strikers won. At, at yeah, and, and, and five minutes later, we're like, yeah, okay, let's go. To the <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're not going to get a, a strikers tattoo, are you? I think when right. um, <laughs> when your team's got momentum, they're good to follow, though. So I've been like, the Strikers yeah. have had two disappointing seasons mm. after they won that title. And yeah. when they've lost momentum, they're just hard to watch. Mm. When they've got their players that are up and about, they're exciting. So yeah, it yeah. is an exciting competition if you've got a good team. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, last week, Brisbane defender Harris Andrews came. Well, he's coming back this week from a one-week suspension for striking North Melbourne youngster Mick Larkey. Did you hear what he did? He was at the tribunal, so he actually travelled to Melbourne for the um, ruling. He actually admitted that Larkey's teeth clattered as a result of the strike when he hit him. That his teeth went. <laughs> <laughs> he probably wouldn't make a good uh, a a defence lawyer. No, no, no. So even Mark uh, Mark Robinson from Three Hundred and Sixty said, "You don't offer evidence <laughs> up like that to a tribunal." Um, it, it made me think, what if? Tony Lockett was upfront and honest during his tribunal appearances. And here's my scenario that when he hit Peter Caven, he would say, I heard his entire nose and eye sockets being destroyed <laughs> yeah. by the force of my elbow to his head. And they'd be like, Tony, you're out for three years. Yeah. Um, Mitch Robinson, uh, we talked about... Uh, uh, how good's he going? Very well up at Brisbane. He got delisted mm, from, from Carlton. Well, it's interesting. He talked about that and he talked about how... Because he's got his own... Uh, what's the podcast called? Have you heard that? No, he, no. he runs it up there and he, on his, in his house with a couple of mates. He gets players coming in and out of it. He talked about Mick Malthouse and he said he's fantastic at giving players baits when they need it. But he said what he struggled with was being able to bring them back up. So um, uh, that was the difference with Mick that he's seen with other coaches. Um, and he said he struggled. He sometimes didn't get out of his car because he didn't want to go to training. So that was the difference for him. He said, it, you know, obviously led to my delisting because I was hating the club so much. Something else about him, uh, he's a big Fortnite player. Oh yeah, he's he's gets they professional. Had Fortnite, he? They had Fortnite competitions this week. Some young kid three won Fortnite and he won like three or four million dollars. <laughs> and he, uh, Mitch Robinson sent out a tweet: "There you go, kids, stay home and play video games." <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, if we just dedicated our time to play Mario Kart that little bit more in our uh, junior years, Baz. Uh, we've got nothing. Mm. Um, how was this, boys? This During the week, I saw uh, the Collingwood netball team. Did you see that? Yes. How, how what, it was captivating to see that. You, Collingwood you, netball team, tell me, I missed it. Tell okay, what so what happened is the coach was giving some feedback to a, a young girl, and she said, oh, if you don't mind, give me some positives. positives. And he said, I can't give you any positives. <laughs> And the way he said it, it was sort of people were a fifth split in terms of whether they thought the coach was wrong or the player was wrong. What was your thoughts, Dunkey? I didn't mind it. 
I thought it was fine because I thought honest I, conversation. The thing I, I liked it for its honesty, and mm. he didn't hold back. He didn't sugarcoat it. But you notice that she got taken off after she said that she yeah. was playing, and then she took off yeah. the bib. So yeah. um, it was really good to watch actually to, yeah. to see that, and that's yeah. what I love about getting the cameras in and actually seeing the raw truth of an inner circle, not a camera when someone's running around saying saying stuff and saying, oh, like, go, go, Boydie, and go that, because <laughs> it's just made up. It, it's just false. Because you, you've been critical of those trade, um, when the clubs are in the trading period. I hate that. I, when, when the cameras are in. Yeah. They're saying, oh, they've been great with their access. They're not being great with their access. Yeah. Put something in when it's, like, the heat that's of the right. moment. I, that's what I want to see. You're and right, it was really was good to watch. Clip. Yeah. And hopefully that young girl learned something out of that because in credit to the coach, he did talk to her for probably about five or ten minutes afterwards on yeah. where she could improve in that. And hopefully, yeah, and they... Interesting that the sideline reporter actually went up to the coach and said, oh, we heard your conversation. And he started to describe about... I do know what you're talking about now. He mm. started to talk about that interaction and why he said he gave a negative... Someone one positive. day will give access to having like the Eddie Betts Don Pike coffee... <laughs> about getting dropped. Mm. But At, even, even that's a bit false because you're not going to say exactly... It's like when, when they, they get a, a player on the radio at the moment and they say, oh, how's the season going? Like, they're not going to tell you exactly how yeah, it is, are they? No, that's no. right. Or you can hear the hesitation in their voice yeah. when they're talking about selection. Or yeah, that, and, and what's it. the vibe in the change rooms at the yeah, moment? Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, it's like when Bernsey, you know, we asked Bernsey yeah. and, you know, how he said he has to be very careful what he says. You know, like what he says to us is totally different to mm. what he says to, yeah. Luckily, we don't go viral. Otherwise, yes. Um... <laughs> yeah, sorry, um, Over in the uh, the European Cricket Champions League at the moment, boys, this is going absolutely viral. We've seen his action mm. go along Twitter and Facebook. Uh, I reckon our... Maxie Harris could buy better than that. I tell you, our... oh, I don't know. Her action's yeah. pretty ordinary. Um, our brother's uh, Facebook uh, brothers, um, Tex Texan and Craig Eichler have got in on this, yeah. uh, tagging each other on it. Yeah. But the Cluj Cricket Club player president, Pavel Florin, he's the one that's gone uh, viral with not only his bowling, but his batting. He loves to switch hit. Apparently, he had a broken leg and he was still batting for his club. That's how much he loves it. But if you haven't caught sure up with... last time's not Eichler? <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't heard of uh, Pavel, here, here is uh, his... His video. I just have to bring it up. Apologies. One sec. Did you show much yourself? Yep. Uh, our home. Maybe uh, someone may say my bowling is not uh, uh, <laughs> beautiful or not effective or uh, not, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> when I bowl like this, I saw that ball is going and take a wicket. <laughs> <laughs> So that's Pavel. He is just such a lovely guy. It's amazing the amount of people that have asked him for a photo. I, I reckon by the time he's had it, like his fiftieth or eightieth photo, he'd be like, "Everyone thinks I bowl like shit, and like shit, but I'll still take." Isn't a photo that a great smile. attitude? That Everyone says I bowl slow, but I love, love what I do. Yeah. I don't care what people says. I just love it. So isn't that that strength of character? That is, I love that. Measure that. You said 
I love selling air conditioners. I don't sell many, but I love it. <laughs> I don't reckon your boss would have the same yeah. uh, no, same no. interest in that. No. My last uh, fresh find, boys. Um, Cincinnati's Reds pitcher was having words with the Pittsburgh Pirates. So this is baseball um, overseas from the sidelines. So they're up on their mound and they're having a, a talk. And then the Pittsburgh Pirates were sort of baiting the pitcher. And this is what happened. Amir Garrett is his name. So basically, Amir Garrett has just gone in fly-kicking, punching uh, the entire Pittsburgh Pirates team. He was obviously thrown out. Heaps of players are thrown out, but it's not often you see that. Um, just wonder what was said over the sidelines, fun. Just very good. Not even close to anything that we support these days. <laughs> in terms <laughs> no. of you know, like football and cricket, and you just don't see it. Doesn't it. happen, no, no, on our shores, which is uh, a good thing. We've got some cracking guys locked in in the next few weeks. Boys. So mm. we've got uh, Ross Waite, General Manager of Community Programs at Port Adelaide Footy Club. Excited to have him in. I used to work with Ross at the Sports Commission and he's doing some absolutely brilliant stuff with the Port Adelaide Football Club and their community program. So we'll talk more about that when he comes in. I think that's a couple of weeks. Doing great away. work with uh, White Ribbon as well yes. towards domestic violence. Yep, so uh, Trek Kokoda raised a lot of money, uh, did a lot of fundraising um, with his mates there. So Look forward to that. Um, that'll be really good. Then Baz is going away on holiday. He's going over to Bali. So we have power from Port live locked in in the studio. Is he coming to the shed or is it, where is he um, I think what we'll do is we'll try and get it really close to the like towards the finals and, and then we can have a bit of banner with him about See what's going on. You know, is it that race for the eight between the Crows and Port? So he's going to come in a couple Very of weeks. Very good. So, that. Um, a bit of a Port theme there coming up in the next couple of weeks. Maybe a port bait. That would be good. That'd be good. Replace the Bessie's boat. Thanks, boys. Thanks, Funky. Thanks, See you, lads. Guys.